following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to another episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Hey, Samurai Derail Maddox, after a long hiatus. And... Your wonderful Data Monkey, Colt Burr. And bringing up the rear. Hey, it's, uh, it's Junior. Yeah. What's happening? It has been quite some time, Darrell. How you doing, buddy? Oh my god, man. I'm just glad to be back. Like, seriously. <laughs> I was missing you guys, man. I was like, damn, everybody doing podcasts except for me. Like, everybody probably think I'm a quitter. <laughs> or at least I had drunk myself into a coma. No, like, they, they gonna, wouldn't think that. I'm just gonna say, folks, after, you know, the pandemic hit, I started drinking again, and actually my level of drinking now is ultra instinct. <laughs> oh lord. Uh-oh. Like, oh, seriously, it has, like, my power levels have just went up high, man. The things I have done and the things I have drunk. <laughs> and for those of you on the stream, as we are, I, I am technically doing this live at this point. I appreciate you showing up. <laughs> I don't. Well, that's you. Exactly. Colt was normally streaming right now, and I was like, yeah, sure, you could stream podcasts, I don't care. <laughs> I, I I didn't think you would care. I mean, honestly, Paul's probably Just the only one preview. who... I mean... Paul's like, what do you mean you're taking our content? It's <laughs> like I'm taking Paul anything. Paul can't do anything right now. <laughs> Paul definitely can't do anything right now. He was going to yeah. be on this podcast, maybe, possibly, but then his newborn baby started crying, so, you know, kind of yeah. makes it hard to do a podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I mean, you know, we, we we already have the background noise from what I believe is Durrell, so it's not like a crying baby wouldn't add more to the mix. Uh, I think it would add a little too much more. Ah, uh, what's the harm? But if you <laughs> want to simulate it, I mean, you could just find a sound clip of baby Mario crying from Yoshi's Island and just slap it in there. Yep, that would or work. Or you could just uh, take my alcohol from me and I'll cry. That too. And that's not a good cry. I mean, it's going to probably be like that Joe Swanson ugly cry from Family Guy. Uh, <laughs> so this was like a double episode or something, I think you said, or we technically separating this. I wasn't entirely sure. Oh, this, this will be separate. Okay. I'll quit going off script. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to make sure. My apologies, good sir. <laughs> so... The thought has occurred to me that we never really talked about Cosmo Samurai. We kind of did in bits and pieces over previous podcasts, but we never really talked about what we thought about it, how the story was, how it's odd and non-canonical to Toonami events, you know. So we're going to get into that. But first, we got some rather interesting schedule news. Um, earlier this week... I was telling the social media team, and shout out to the social media team, they do wonderful work, <laughs> that, hey, you should pay attention to Facebook because we're like two weeks away from Dr. Stone ending, so they'll probably announce something this week. Sure enough, probably an hour after I, <laughs> I DM'd them that, we got an announcement, but it was not at all what I was expecting. That was for we're sure. not getting a we're not getting a new show on uh, what was that the twenty seventh of no the thirty the thirty first of August uh, August <laughs> July I can talk uh, we're not getting a new show on the thirty first of July which would be the week after Doctor Stone the Stone Wars ends no we are getting a double shot of My Hero Academia. And also a double shot of Food Wars. 
covering what would have been a time slot for Black Clover. So it's going to be Double My Hero Academia, Yashihime, then Double Food Wars, and then the regular lineup, ship it in Mm. in the reruns. Because we're going to go all the way through Christmas on My Hero, then we're going to end Season 3 of Food Wars, and then the next following week was a definite, rather big surprise. Yeah. Well, uh, it looks like uh, they intentionally finished off Food Wars that week. And they're also sort of buying themselves a little uh, buffer time for Black Clover by taking it off that week and also the week after. And they doubled up My Hero probably because they're taking that week off after. For what, you might ask? Hmm. Well, it's a marathon, which always incites a certain amount of, ah, marathon! But I usually just wonder what the show is at that point. <laughs> it, it will be a block premiere and interestingly enough it is the harley quinn series the entire first season from 10 30 p.m until 5 a.m probably because they don't want to put this in the 5 a.m hour <laughs> it's very adult uh that's gonna be a long night i haven't done a full run for since i think beware the batman ended oh hmm. interesting comparison there because yes. this is literally the second DC animated series to pop up on Adult Swim Toonami. And finally, it's finally happening. You know, we were hoping for Young Justice for nine years Look, now, and we're still waiting. Quinn, still waiting. <laughs> but Harley Quinn is, well, for one thing, it is an adult-targeted series, so it makes a lot of sense for Adult Swim. When TBS aired... Uh, a couple of episodes one night, it you know, it was a resounding, why the hell is this not on Adult Swim? And then it popped up, the entire first season aired on Sci-Fi. Props to them, they actually played it uncensored. Because on Sci-Fi, you can say fuck. Still can't do that on Adult Swim and probably never will be able to. But Cartoon you can't say shit. You can't say shit. I say a lot of shit. You do. You do indeed. So on August 7th, we get a Harley Quinn first season marathon, which will be on Toonami, starting at 10.30. So Toonami will be extra long and extra new, because all of these will be premiere episodes for Toonami. They've streamed, of course, and I'm kind of wondering if maybe they'll air somewhere else on Adult Swim before this, like maybe randomly on weekdays, because... The obvious reason they're doing this is to promote the Suicide Squad movie, which comes out on the 6th, I believe, mm. on the 6th. Something like that. It's, it's either the 6th or the next Friday, but I'm pretty sure it was the 6th. You sure it's not Friday after next? Oh, I mean, it would be interesting if it was Friday the 13th, but... <laughs> <laughs> Irony! You know, the other day on the bus, I saw somebody wearing a Friday the 13th shirt that was... It had Japanese text. I was like, well, now that's your nerd card. <laughs> yeah, Friday it is. the 13th, and it's Japanese. Somebody's trying to make a statement. <laughs> Sometimes you have to. But yeah, well, I suppose I should look that up real quick. Suicide Squad 21 film. Uh, August 6th. I kind of feel like it should be they should be doing this event the week before rather than the week it's happening, but eh, whatever <laughs> this, this works out and it's, it's cool. <laughs> I mean, I appreciated the DC movie nights last year, even though the wonder one wonder woman movie was kind of, uh, <laughs> it was a thing. Yeah. But the, the rest of them were good movies. And, uh, Harley Quinn, of what I've seen, which is roughly three episodes, is pretty dang entertaining. It's definitely in the realm of, hey, it's an adult show because they say naughty words and talk about sex all the time. Mm. Yeah, but I, I remember it's talking fun. about those things. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Like <laughs> now, I'm just trying to remember where, like, they're showing. Superman being such a jerk. 
because Superman was a jerk in the old days. <laughs> yeah. And gosh, this is great clip where the Joker finds out who Batman is. Oh, yeah. And... <laughs> Where's my car, Bruce? I put the down payment. Uh, I don't think that's actually in the first season. I think that's the second season finale. Still an amazing clip. But yeah. maybe it is in the first season. Again, I haven't seen the show. So this will be 13 episodes, and it'll be quite the ride. This is an interesting way for them to run the Harley Quinn series, to be sure. I'm not sure why they wouldn't at least prior air it in some other way. Like, why would you burn through that many weeks of material all at once? But Dude, look here. We need this. We need this, okay? I need this. We do. We do. Mm-hmm. And you could look at it another way. This stuff uh, has already aired on sci-fi. You know, it's been streaming for a while. So maybe it's like, here, here's the whole first season, and then we'll play the second season at a different pace, and then we'll get the third season eventually here. Or something. I hope this isn't all we see of the Harley Quinn series on Toonami, or at least on Adult Swim in general. But it could be one of those Warner Media things where, here, you can play this once. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm assuming it is at this point. Just let everybody know I hate Kite Man. So, yeah. That's uh, I like their version of Kite Man. I don't like Kite Man at all, man. He's a fucking deal still. Have, okay. have you seen much of this series, Darrell? Dude, I watched the whole series. Oh, all right, cool, cool. I always intended to watch more, but both of the people that I tried to watch it with just never really seemed in the mood to watch more. Yeah, because I'm not gonna ever let you forget. Um, you don't half watch stuff with people. Um, Lisa Coy. <clears throat> yeah. I I uh, I, yeah. I like barely watched any of Nisa Koi. <laughs> we, were, we were watching together, then you bailed on me, man. But I didn't watch it without you. That's besides the point, Bay. I mean, we could still watch it if you haven't seen it. Oh, I've seen it. Uh, uh, I finished it because they didn't give me any more after it was done. But you know, thank God for the manga. Uh, mm, right, that manga did end. And people have differing opinions on whether or not the ending was good. <laughs> As romances tend to go. Yeah, it's slice of life bullshit, so what can you say? Ah, but the Fruits Basket ending was so good! <laughs> you know, I still haven't seen Fruit Basket, the original or the new one. Same. Oh, I mean, the original is really good, but the new one, which of <laughs> course adapts most of the manga, there's a little caveat there, I won't get into it, but it uh, is really good. It might be one of my favorite anime of all time. Wow. I might have to watch it, man. I've been hearing good things about it, but the reason why I kind of got turned off from Fruit Basket because people were literally trying to force it down my throat, man. And the only mm. thing you force down my throat is booze. And you don't really have to force it. You just no, you don't. willingly accept it. Exactly. <laughs> just like that Guinness. Yeah. So Harley Quinn's airing, which means that it joins Primal in the realm of this aired on Toonami, technically. (laughs) Which is cool, because at the very least, people who talk about what are the best shows on Toonami can add those to the list. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're both good shows. Well, to be honest with you, man, I really hadn't had a chance to watch a whole bunch of Toonami at times, man. You know, due to my job. Like, you know, getting, like, when I get in, like, I might miss something that I, you know, don't, you know, don't really want to watch. So mm. I end up just going to sleep, man. Like, getting off at 12 o'clock, working third shift, man. Like, yeah, I think I'm just going to go to sleep. Yeah. Well, I mean, basically everything that's on Toonami except, oddly enough, Naruto Shippuden dubs, can be streamed more conveniently than watched on Toonami. So, hmm. We have the community, and, and that's like, what they want. I get behind on My Hero Academia, I'm like, what's the benefit of watching the Toonami version of this? It doesn't have, like, the episode preview. 
it does have the full opening, but it doesn't have the full ending. Like, uh-huh. and then Doctor Stone, it's even more so because you don't even get the full opening. Which yeah, like- it's kind of hilarious that to this day the Doctor Stone edited opening still doesn't have the title. <laughs> How did it mess that up? Remember, folks, you only get it once, and that's all you get. Uh, um, unrelated note, um, I'm just now looking at the schedule for July 17th, um, and at 3 a.m., it says there's a Toonami interstitial. Oh? Mm-hmm. This week? Yes, this week. 3 a.m., and an Attack on Titan airs at 3.15 and Super airs at 3.45. Well, He's right. It's actually on the strange. website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what the hell is that I, supposed to be? I, probably a music video. That would For make sense. 15 minutes? Or it could be them rerunning one of the Rick and Mortys? Yeah, that's weird. Oh. It's rated TV MAV violence. Oh, wow. Yeah. For fi- yeah, for 15 minutes. What? What? This did. Uh, did they announce this on Facebook? It doesn't look I, like it. I, I doubt they. Did they? Well, I know they announced. I, I just wanted to check the the freaking uh, schedule to just meme like, hey, you mean you mean you don't want to, you know, get in and watch Super at like 3:30 in the morning? Hmm? Uh, apparently a lot of people don't. <laughs> I mean, what, I we're mean, not going to talk about ratings. <laughs> no, no, there's no need to. Yeah, Aww. we don't do ratings anymore on Tsunami Faithful. That, well, that's not I, true. Cold still that's posting. not true. I, I'm, I'm just happy people are still able to get the data at this point. I thank Spoiler TV for all that they're doing right now. Yeah, well, it's... Uh, Man, I kind of miss when Jose used to do the ratings, though, man. That was always a lot of fun. It was always fun because he would try to read them off very fast, and it was like he was auctioning. Yeah, yeah. the auctioning. And, of course, you know, the censoring of the rail. Before <laughs> yeah. 99. Yeah, Tsunami Interstitial. I mean, it literally says Interstitial on this on yeah. this schedule. And it's rated TVMAV. What could that be? What could that be? Maybe we should ask Jason. Which Jason will probably reply, we'll tune in and find out. Yeah, that, <laughs> yes, that's what he would do. That's exactly what he would do, because that's I mean, always like, what he does. I mean, if it's I mean, if it's something special, like, do they they really want to air it at 3 a.m.? Well, that's that's what I'm thinking is going to be a repeat, because, again, yeah. unless it's, like, for some reason... Like a brand new thing, it makes it, it's weird that they wouldn't have put that like after at the best case maybe food wars. I mean, rerunning scavengers maybe. I don't possibly. Know. Oh, yeah. I suppose scavengers was TVMAV because it was pretty, pretty intense. Oh, I, it's not Cosmo Samurai because that definitely isn't TVMA. But the time fits. They they could play Cosmo Samurai in that amount of time. Hmm. Well, um, I, I mean, guess we'll find out. And people listening to this podcast after the fact will already know, probably. Already know, or <laughs> you have missed it because you went to bed because you didn't want to watch Naruto. Ah, uh-huh. so if you're right, couldn't couldn't blame them. <laughs> it's Naruto. How close are we to the end of that at this point? Not close enough. God damn it. <laughs> like more than 200 episodes left. You know, I'm, uh, I'm they're in the, the they're in the Kakashi Shadow of Anbu Black Ops storyline right now, which I I believe is pretty good. I mean, background on Kakashi is interesting, but I don't know. But they have been playing Naruto Shippuden at 5 a.m. on Adult Swim for a while now. It's it's down to four days a week instead of five, but I'm surprised it's still there. They gotta be getting pretty close to Toonami's airing by now, and I don't know what they're gonna do when they get there. They're just gonna go back to the beginning again, like they always do. Well, not the beginning beginning. Or whatever probably. point in the past that they could possibly get away with and then just do it all over again. Wash, rinse, repeat, the whole cycle continues. Potentially. It'll be interesting to see. 
I occasionally keep tabs on that, and it's about about to catch up, I believe, pretty soon. But I digress. So we get Harley Quinn, which is a lot of fun, and people should tune in and watch it. It's like, oh, it's an American cartoon. Well, American cartoons can be good. Give them a shot. Jeez. Sometimes. It's technically action, so you don't, you can't use that excuse as what everyone else complains to me about when I watch for diversity. Uh, it is technically an action show, though it leans heavily more in the comedy. Uh, it's like Venture Brothers. It's uh, a the lot like Venture Brothers in a lot of ways, actually. Though, I mean, it's not as cleverly written as Venture Brothers. Come on. <laughs> it it's pretty good though at least from what i've seen and you know Darrell's watched the whole thing you liked it there you go hopefully this isn't the last we see of it and other dc content they got another one of those dc fandom things coming up and earlier this year i was kind of thinking well maybe they won't do something to promote dc fandom again well i think this is a pretty good sign that they will I'm just more curious if it was a case of um, they got to pick Harley Quinn or if it was more a case of just good timing with Suicide Squad. Well, I'm sure it's Harley Quinn because it's Suicide Squad. This is a lot like their uh, promotion of Wonder Woman. That's not that I would figure, but I'm I'm just curious if they weren't going to... If it wasn't a case of they wanted to do one thing, but they convinced them to let them have Harley Quinn. Hmm... Well, the other option would be some of the Suicide Squad animated movies. And I think Harley Quinn was probably a more agreeable choice for a number of reasons. So it is yeah, kind of odd that they're they're playing the whole season in all that time and even running from 10.30 to 5 to do it. But... My guess is is it's probably a case with the movies. They only get it once and, they're, and they don't want to waste a dime on it. So it's just, let's just cram it all into one long night. Maybe so. Maybe so. But it should be an effective tool to promote that movie, and it's a neat diversion for Toonami. So, that works out. Uh, the other interesting things about this is uh, it certainly looks like Food Wars is going on a break, because they're purposefully no. airing the last two episodes. Nope. And what could that lead to? Well, I mean... There's a decent amount of possibilities, one being Assassination Classroom coming back. The only thing I'll accept. Having it return in August when it ran in August last year. Sure, why not? Uh, there's Megalobox 2 Nomad that has about half of its episodes dubbed, so they could play that. Some people, like, I don't, I don't know why everybody, not everybody, but like some people are... Like, way into the idea of Dinah Xenon, the second series in the Gridman line, showing up on Toonami really soon. But I'm like, why would you think that's going to happen? <laughs> like, you, you never know. Maybe they went after it. <laughs> it. It's possible, but I mean, they played Gridman this year at 2.30 in the morning. It really doesn't seem like something that they're building towards anything with, but... Eh. I wouldn't put it past them at all, but I just don't think it's necessarily going to come very soon, particularly because there's maybe two, three dubbed episodes at this point. And yeah, that's not quite enough of a buffer for their liking, but we'll see. We will see. Also going to the efforts of doubling up my hero academia so they don't get further behind Funimation. That's a good choice. <laughs> I just assumed that they were doing it just to push to the Christmas episode so they have a good spot to end it on before we jumped into Harley Quinn. Because it would have been weird if they'd have done that, then went to Harley Quinn, then we came back on a technical filler episode, I think, which is the Christmas in July thing. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, it's possible. It's certainly possible. I think it was more just good timing related to, to, to Dr. Stone. It was like, oh, cool, and then we can do this episode, go into the filler, burn off Food Wars, and then we go straight into Harley Quinn convenience yes but they also might be intentionally uh they're stalling two shows so that they could make a double premiere on uh, august 14th and that'd make the most sense i mean i'm there's a certain show that's planned for summer that hopefully will start airing soon and that hopefully would be, uh... being the key word and the only one that ever actually didn't get delayed once 
Well, the Tenny Lamb, I don't think we've heard enough about Shemu, but even then, like, the who, joke who, still who, stands. Who, who knows? <laughs> but then a pirate princess is supposed to air this summer, which would mean it would air before October. That's technically summer. Uh, yeah. Weird. <clears throat> so it could be in August. It could be in September. Who knows? Uh, it does kind of seem like they might have done some stalling for time here in order to bring in Finna, but it could not even be that. They might have two other shows in mind. There's certainly options, but we will let you know when we know. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's kind of how it goes. And sure enough, Fena Pirate Princess is going to get a one-hour premiere on August 14th at midnight. We will give you more details when we have them. But uh, regardless, it's nice to see Toonami branching out to more American animation, uh, more comedic action, and some DC stuff. Dang, finally. <laughs> yeah, got another of the recurrence. This Warner Media diverse. Uh, <laughs> I said diversity when I meant synergy, <laughs> but also diversity. But the Warner Media synergy is nice to see. It's nice to see it continuing. It gives me, uh, like when before when Jason said things have changed to make things a little easier to get this kind of content, I was like, really? But it looks like that's actually the case. We only have to yeah. go through one extra person or, or one less person now. Here's door A, here's door B, now we can skip door C. Something like that. Who knows how things might change further once the discovery thing happens. Or that Crunchyroll deal with Funimation. No. (laughs) Oh boy. Nope. So far those two are still operating on the, we're separate, we swear. (laughs) But uh, we'll, 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 we'll see. So what does that mean? I'll get uh, Crunchy Rolls, I mean, the Funimation shows back on Verve? Mm. I don't even know what's going to happen to Verve at this point. Yeah, because they got rid of the thing on Boomerang and all the other stuff, man. I yeah. was like, I might have to just go back to Crunchy Roll, to be honest with you. Yeah. But, I mean, I like hot, the hot dog stuff, too, man. But yeah, first still of good value if you want Crunchyroll and High Dive. Yeah. And, you but, know, you do have the Rooster Teeth stuff that I kind of watch sometimes. True, true. And hey, there's, uh, there's more information coming out about the second season of uh, Genlock at yeah. Comic-Con. This, uh, it finally got a season month. two. I mean, uh, we was long overdue for the stages for a while, but it's nice to see that it's you know coming pretty soon to HBO Max. But who knows? It could potentially air on Tsunami as well. Nobody knows, but Warner Media. <laughs> well, Warner Media needs to get off their fucking high horse and do what they need to do. <laughs> right. You know, I'm getting tired of this shit. Let us just watch what we need to, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we want to enjoy these nice things too, Warner Media. We sure do. I mean, I don't ask for much, man. Put some DC cartoons on Toonami more regularly, please. <laughs> Young Justice is right there. It has so many episodes. <laughs> Come on. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Though I have been thinking whether or not something like Batman the Animated Series, how how would that do on Toonami as it is now? Would the nostalgia be enough? It's it's a really good show. That's a tough call. I would probably say no, but who knows? To be honest with you, man, I I think Batman Beyond would do better than Batman the Animated Series. Oh, Batman Beyond would be a good choice. Yeah. Uh, it also looks a heck of a lot newer. <laughs> it is, is animated digitally. Um, I mean, and and the original Justice League from the 2000s also looks pretty nice, upscaled to HD. 
Uh, I'm not saying Batman doesn't look great in HD. Their HD remaster of Batman looks fantastic. But it's... Uh, it's run its course, man. Probably. I mean, they used to play that show to death exactly. <laughs> in the Cartoon Network days. They, yeah, I mean, but it's legendary. So I do wonder, because DBZ does particularly well due to nostalgia, could the same be true of these 90s DC shows? Nope. Maybe. Maybe not. I'm just I, saying, man. I'm just saying, no, now, if you give me some Sailor Moon on there, man, I'll definitely watch that. I, I'm surprised uh, they haven't gotten Sailor Moon at this point. Sailor Moon. Well, I think if Sailor Moon Crystal didn't get snatched up by Netflix recently, that it probably would have aired this year. Can't lie, though. That is, that Sailor Moon was chef kiss. <laughs> the animation's so fucking good, man. The damn voice acting, yeah. Just smooth and mellow, man. You can roll that up in a joint and smoke. I haven't watched a new movie yet. Or I suppose there may be more than one of them. <laughs> well, but, uh, Netflix got a lot of Gundam going on, too, though, man. Oh, they do. Like Hathaway's Flash. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I, I was a little bummed that Hathaway's Flash went straight to Netflix because I saw Gundam NT in a theater, and that was cool. So I would have liked to see Hathaway's Flash in a theater, but... Dude, when mm. I saw that, I had a gun boner. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. Plus, you can also watch Char's Counterattack. You can watch the Gundam film trilogy. Dude, I hate Char so much, but I love him at the same time, man. I swear, Char's like the Gundam um, equivalent of Dio, man, for JoJo. Hmm. <laughs> and and if you want to own Gundam, there's a lot of it on sale on Right Stuff right now. Uh, a lot of it, but not Zeta Gundam. At least not as of today. I keep checking. When's Zeta Gundam going to be on sale? I want to buy Zeta Gundam. And now Zeta Gundam is on sale. I think almost every Gundam is on sale for like 50% off or somewhere in that ballpark. So if you want to collect Gundam, go to Right Stuff and uh, collect some Gundam. I thought oh. you wanted to buy, um, what was it, Gundam Seeds? I don't want to buy Gundam Seed. <laughs> Gundam Seed, I have not. I bought Gundam Double Zero. I bought Gundam Wing and G Gundam last year. I bought Gundam X. I bought Gundam. Uh, I bought Mobile Suit Gundam. I I recently got the Origin, and I got the Mobile Suit Gundam film trilogy, and I finally got the original Mobile Suit Gundam Blu-rays because they were also on sale. And all of those are on sale. Uh, War in, oh, I have War in the Pocket, too. Uh, 08 The Mess team's on sale. Uh, 0083's on sale. I might pick that up. So, lots of Gundam on sale on Right Stuff. If you go on to ToonamiFaithful.com and click on our Right Stuff link, then anything you buy on there, we get a, we get a little something. Yeah, we get a little piece of the action, so help us out, folks. <laughs> We's broke. We... <laughs> At least some of us is broke. That's <laughs> a broke man. But uh, I, I yeah. mean, I'm like part of broke by broke man. Like seriously, I ain't got it, dude. I'm so broke, man. I have to share a pair of jeans with friends. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> the last of the traveling pants. See, I think the last uh, thing I ever bought or had would have been, I think one of the Tenchis at this point. I don't think I've had any DVD since then, anime wise. Well, I want the last of the Tenchis, like, you know, what they showed on Crunchyroll, man. But I want the dub oh. version. Well, you you would have to pray, because apparently the Tenchi license got moved over to, I think, Toei Agency or something like that. So there's oh, a... not Toei. Well, I, I don't... There was an article, the rights got moved out of AIC. So the odds of it getting dubbed faster might be a possibility, but I have no clue at that point. I mean, I just want to buy it for my collection, man. I need that and then just the final, man, because, you know, I need to see Tenchi family, uh, you know, the kids <laughs> at the end. Me and Colt kind of had a little discussion about I it. was, again, I'll keep it short, but thank God they got to the first part of the Tenchi Bonds. Oh, man. We got the kids. I'm happy. Everything is good that's, in this world. That's, that, that's what I want, man. Not to mention, I did buy iTenchi Muyo finally. I fucking got it at a cheap deal, so yeah. Now, I still got to go through all my fan related stuff and actually read the GXP novels still. Because especially when you start watching OVA 5, it's just like, yeah, if you don't haven't read the novels, you will know like half, like 
barely a half of these characters. Pretty much. Like, read the novels, people. And I'm, well, I'm you can't read something. them legally. The only place that I know of is on the Tenchi forums where someone literally bothered to fan-light them. Uh, I mean, the only three light novels that are currently out, I think, are the Shin Tenchi Moyo novels on Amazon, which is the Ashura, Yosho, and Washu books. That's surprising to me, because light novels have become such an industry in the U.S. Why wouldn't somebody bring over the Tenchi novels? Probably because Tenchi... Tenchi's not so... Well, Tenchi has its has its fans, but it, it lost its larger pull. So at this point, it's, to me, it's mostly just, there's that there's that dedicated group of people who love the franchise, and then just kind of ends there. But, I mean, didn't we have another topic we had to go off into? Or are we just not going to yeah, do that? Yeah, please. Because we went on a serious <laughs> tangent. We, uh, we, we sure did. So I'll, I'll drag us kicking and screaming back to Cosmos Samurai if I have to. Please. So, as a as a recap, Dr. Stone's about to end, and then the week after, on uh, the 31st of July, we get double My Hero Academia, Yashihime, double Food Wars, Naruto Shippuden, and then the reruns of Attack on Titan and Dragon Ball Super. Then on August 7th, we have a 10.30pm to 5am Harley Quinn animated series marathon on Toonami. Those bumps should be entertaining. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Depends on how far they're willing to go with them. Oh, probably pretty far. Uh, I I should mention, I'm sure that they're going to censor some language on this, but I think they could probably get away with everything except fuck. I think. But uh, there may be some creative language in there somewhere, but props to sci-fi, they didn't censor the fucks. They gave all the fucks. How many times am I going to say fuck in this podcast? (laughs) 99 books and <laughs> who knows but i think all of the violence is going to be fine uh, adult swim's kind of weird about sexual stuff so hopefully none of that gets censored because it's uh it's a fun adult to sexy comedy it is it is i mean I... but remember batman doesn't go down no, he doesn't. But that's you know, he does that's nonsense, DC, and you know it. <laughs> I still enjoy the uh, one comic and dialogue that uh, uh, Kaiser Neko, I think, did. If you saw that Twitter post. Batman doesn't go down. In a fight? In a fight? No, Batman doesn't go down. I mean, I had a field day with that, man. And I had people complaining, oh, they're just wearing it out now. No, I'm not wearing anything out. Hmm. Alrighty. So, yes, Cosmo Samurai was a unexpected event that happened on Toonami back in February? Yeah, February. I think. Yes. Uh, it was presented as four parts, and now you can watch the whole thing on Adult Swim's YouTube as a single video. And it was tsunami anime. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was very anime. Who did the animation it, on that? Uh, Telecom Animation Ltd. did that. Uh, T- Telecom Animation Film Co. Ltd. They are, I believe, working on the Shenmu anime for tsunami. Uh. Yeah, tsunami and Crunchyroll. Uh, I wanted to mention that it that the Cosmo Samurai was written, directed, and storyboarded by uh, Yasuaki Kurotsu. And some of the stuff that they did was storyboard for episode 14 of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, I believe that was Bohemian Rhapsody, the one where Ed plays chess. Uh, key animation for the Cowboy Bebop movie, key animation for the second opening and endings for G Gundam, as well as episode 49, uh, storyboard, key animation for several Naruto and Shippuden openings and endings, and some episodes of Naruto. There's definitely some Naruto in this. <laughs> I mean, Naruto. <laughs> Very... Very uh, stereotypical ninja character, to be sure. So in these shorts, uh, 
Tom and Sarah get attacked by some space marauders. Sarah tells Tom to escape. He escapes on a smaller ship. This uh, this is kind of weird because I believe Tom is 3.0, but yes. Sarah is fairy Sarah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Just they, a style choice, but... They, they did some creative... They had some creative liberties. It's non-canon. Screw the rules. <laughs> Alternate I mean, yeah. timeline shenanigans. Rick and Morty can do it, so can Toonami. <laughs> absolutely. I, I just noticed that when I was rewatching it. I probably noticed it before, but I definitely noticed it when I was rewatching. It's like that that's Tom 3.0 and not it well it technically could be Tom 3.5, but it, semantics. It, it's still not the right Sarah with that Tom. But hey, it's cool. I like that Tom design, so it's all good. <laughs> the only thing of Three and three point five is a palette swap. That's it. That's right. That's right. And uh, color. Also, right. like higher quality modeling. Yeah, I was gonna say like it was, mean, it, it, it was that in the HD aspect of it all. Up up res modeling. That's it. Yep. Yeah. No real difference other than that, but he sure looked good. Uh, so Tom escapes. And but his ship gets blown up. He's drifting through space as basically just ahead, where he gets picked up by uh, a group that are known as Cosmo Samurai, and they are made up of uh, a girl who's a samurai, a guy who's a ninja, a black guy named Yasuke, and a talking cat in a robot body. Cause anime. Well, I shouldn't say a robot body. It's like a, it's like a walker. Thing. Yeah. It floats. It doesn't really walk. It's like a pod. It's a, it's a cat in a pod. <laughs> and the cat is very smart, of course, because anime. Uh, the visuals of this kind of lean between like something like Beyblade and also something like Totally Spies. <laughs> so yeah. it, it, it kind of looks like kids anime, but also like fake anime <laughs> but more more so kids anime but if if people said it looked like totally spies or teen titans i'd be like yeah yeah it kind of does or kappa mikey <laughs> i i definitely think yeah somebody needs to rescue kappa mikey i want to see that show again uh so as is usual tom gets a new body <laughs> this time souped up with some pretty neat weapons and some highly Gundam-inspired additional parts, I would say. Yeah, the chibi Gundam stuff, man. Yeah. And they gave him eyes, and it didn't look terrible. And, and it wasn't. Still, it wasn't like Tom Four. Yeah, it it it's unsettling, but it's not like Tom Four bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So. With Tom souped up and uh, the rest of them gathered up, they they go, they get to the Space Marauders, and they go to try and rescue Sarah. They have to fight their way through a lot of robots with T-shaped heads, which in my mind is like, this is when the Teen Titans was taking over. <laughs> uh... You can't escape! <laughs> uh, so they fight through that, and there's some pretty decent fight animation they they do samurai stuff ninja stuff and tom busts out twin blasters and eventually gets like energy blades which was sick yeah everything paul like, wanted i mean when he busts out suit. the blasters i was like uh oh, that's kind of cool and then he pulls out the energy blades and was like yes this is what i want <laughs> i know right very nice very nice all the while, the brilliant cat is hacking the uh, the, the spaceship to, to take out the barrier of the big bad, who's not really a big bad. We'll get into that. This big lizard guy who seems to be in control of the ship, he uh, has Sarah. So they fight him to rescue Sarah. At one point, he throws Sarah, who's in like a capsule thing, and Tom breaks the capsule open and releases Sarah. And Zelda references. They, 
Yeah. And then they fight him. Uh, once the barrier's down and all the robots have been taken over by the brilliant cat. Hakase. Yes. Hakase. That was his name. And they win, of course. Because it's <laughs> the plot. But do they really win? They kind of win. Uh, well, they beat the lizard. And then there's a little robot that was attached to the lizard that starts acting up. And they can't seem to hack that one, so Tom has to take it out himself, and he has this moment where he, like, zeroes in on it and fires and defeats it. But not before the ninja guy gets shot in the back when he tries to push Awaji. the, yeah, push uh, Surahime, is that her name? I think so. Yeah. Try to push her out of the way, the samurai girl. And he takes the bullets... Which, you know, you would think is probably a bad thing. Uh, he's laying down on the ground. Tom finishes off that robot. And then they get on the big screen some dark shadowy figure who says he was manipulating things from wherever he is. And Tom's like, I'm going to kick your ass. He's like, well, I'd like to see you try. <laughs> Man, pop hard for the Prepping horse. for the sequel. And just when you thought that Awaji was dead. He pulls the, oh, that was just a shadow clone type thing. And I'm like, dick. 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 Also, how, well, that's just weird. I could understand it if somebody was firing directly at him and he pulled that, but he's sacrificing himself to push somebody out of the way. And he still used a shadow clone to do it. That just seems weird. No, it's, it's not, man. Look here. It's Naruto logic. They can pull it off at a sec at, at, within an instant. They did it in space, Dandy. I suppose that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Just point that out there. <laughs> yeah. So, that was Cosmo Samurai, and it was, it was okay. Dude, it was actually entertaining, man. Yeah. Oh, what'd you think of that, Yasuke, Darrell? Oh, shit, that Yasuke was actually okay, you know. A little bit overdramatic, but, you know, worth it. I talked. <laughs> I mean, this Yasuke right here, he actually had more substance. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to bash, you know, the Netflix version of Yasuke, man, but I'm just, I'm not doing this, you know, out of, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? just to be a dick or asshole because of a personal gripe with the creator. But every time I've seen something with Yasuke from books, say anything like this, Yasuke always becomes a footnote. And I think it's bullshit. I mean, you bring in all this tech, you know, and mysticism, but you fuck it up. You didn't tell the story right. Mm. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, this is something that I, you know, studied deeply and religiously about Yasuke. I mean, this man came from the kingdom of the Bakungo, and he was a true retainer to Nobunaga and everything. And I'm like, what the hell? How does your secondary character become the main focal point and the main character just drops, you know, down the line on this? But, you know, I'm done with it. You know, fuck Yasuke. You know, hopefully somebody actually picks up and does, you know, Yasuke in, in some other version of form, and it's actually good, because this did not do Yasuke justice at all. Mm. But mm. I do like Yasuke in Cosmo Samurai. I mean, dude had a halberd, and then all of a sudden he pulls out a dang on, <laughs> pulls out a Gatling gun, man. Well, a minigun, I'm sorry, a minigun. So, yeah, you, you gotta do what you gotta do. A little Barrett and inspired, I would think. I Probably. do wonder if this is just supposed to be a namesake or if maybe in this mythology that is the Yasuke. From no, that is the Yasuke. Well, I mean, if you say so, I'm willing to believe it. I mean, like, I looked at him and I was like, okay, this Yasuke I, I actually like. Man, dude, dark skin, man. You know, he just didn't have no dress or whatnot. But still. <clears throat> and red hair. I give I give a few little deviations on it, man, because I actually like this Yasuke. He was actually entertaining. 
Cosmos Samurai was entertaining, you know. I like after they showed that, I was like, wait a minute, you got this little dark figure, whoever. I was like, okay, we're getting a continuation on this. To be honest with you, I would love to see this on Toonami as a series because think about it, that's how we got well, IGPA started out as a miniseries, and look what yeah. we got. Yeah, uh, I honestly, I'd almost rather to see it be a miniseries, to be frank. I think it would almost no, 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 work no. better than that, but that's my opinion. Yes, that is your opinion, Data Monkey. Now, go and get a banana. All right, fine. Uh, I don't know what kind of stories they could possibly do for, like, a regular length show. A regular length show, man. they could probably come me, up they... with something. Look here, man. They're kind of almost semi-anti-heroes, man. So they can actually go on a lot of space adventures, man. I mean, you could actually pull this off to a, a point of, like, it could almost be kind of like Captain Harlock. Yeah. Well, they do say that they steal from bad people. Exactly. <laughs> so it's Robin Hood in space. I mean, it has potential. I mean, it does. I was... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I just don't think it would... I would just love rather see it as a miniseries. Something that they can do on the side just to fill in time when they don't really have anything else to grab. Fair enough. So I was looking up the composer of the music, which is uh, Tetsuya Takahashi, because as soon as I was hearing this music, I was like, this sounds pretty generic, <laughs> pretty generic music. But he actually did compose the music for Appleseed. Which and awesome. uh, a lot of American tied in anime, like the Iron Man anime, the Dragon Age anime, the Blade anime, the Starship Troopers anime, the Resident Evil Degeneration movie. So, yeah, it seems like he's got a bit of a niche. <laughs> but also some other stuff like Koi Koi 7 and 2O, Hyperdimension Neptunia. <laughs> so, oh, and a Harlock space pirate movie so oh, is is that the cgr one yep <laughs> that does not surprise me at all oh okay so it's yes yeah, it, it was all right i enjoyed it for what it was uh one thing that always seemed kind of odd to me was how young tom sounded like he had the shonen hero voice yeah. not not nearly what we're used to because <laughs> they can yeah i guess uh, would have preferred something a little deeper but well that's what happens when they design. put him into a show hen body well, i guess so <laughs> i blame the cat at that point because he's the one who built the body <laughs> but he had that voice in his no, his prior body anyway. The voice didn't change. The head didn't change much. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think. Uh, it was it was a neat thing. And it sounds like they might be doing more in some capacity, which is exciting. I would like to see more of this. It was apparently a heck of a lot cheaper than CGI animated events. Which is surprising. No surprise there. Well, I guess I'm surprised. No, I mean, CGI animation is way more expensive, but the benefit of it is once you have the models and the backgrounds and such, you can uh, just keep repurposing it. Whereas... Up, up front cost versus overtime cost. Yeah, 2D animation is cheaper in general, but with CGI, you can keep reusing those assets so it's cheaper overall. So if you do something like, say, Star Wars, the Clone Wars TV series, initially it's a bit expensive, but over time it kind of pays for itself. Uh, whereas Young Justice would have been the same cost throughout its entire time. And that was something like a million dollars for 26 episodes for just the animation cost. Hmm. That was this outsourced to where? This definitely was a lot less. 
But it didn't look bad for what it was, what it probably cost to make. I mean, yeah. They, they're, they're very efficient in Japan, perhaps to a fault. <laughs> oh, boy. There are way too many stories about animators having poor health due to overwork. It's troubling, <laughs> to be sure. And one would hope that the globalization and popularity of anime would lead to better working conditions for these fine animators, but chorus really of laughter in the background from executives. Yeah. Pretty pretty much. It's like video games and crunch. Unless <laughs> <sighs> yeah. And they they have the culture over in Japan that values work ethics so much that people like kill themselves working. It's very <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> We're very lazy in comparison in America. Even those who work very hard. <laughs> and if we can find someone else who will do it for cheaper, hey, profits are ours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's really much more to say about Cosmo Samurai. Any additional thoughts? Uh, If they do other non-canical stuff, the art style still works in any other context. I wouldn't mind seeing them do another take at a random one. Hmm. So maybe more like an anthology thing where yeah. it's constantly resetting the scenario. Yeah. That could be cool. Honestly, just get it. Like, I mean, given, given their connections at this point, I'm surprised they just haven't tried that. Get like three or four of them and just let them do what they want. Maybe something like the Animatrix, where yeah. different studios take the Toonami crew in different directions. That'd be cool. I'd like to see that. I would like to see that. Meanwhile, DeMarco will be over there helping to produce a Lord of the Rings animated film. <laughs> uh, cool. <laughs> that man is definitely keeping busy. Definitely, he's, definitely. He's, he's, he's got the money, he's got the power, he may as well use it while he has it. <laughs> I like that statement that he made that uh, five years from now, he's either going to be not working anymore or working harder than ever. <laughs> Probably both. Yeah, who knows. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say not working, he's even retired from television. And when he does, we'll finally get all those very interesting stories we've always wanted. At some Hopefully. point in the near future, maybe, potentially. Who knows? Write a book, DeMarco. I'd yeah. buy ten copies. <laughs> eh, ten doesn't seem like very much, honestly. And I'd, buy more, I'd buy more than ten. <laughs> Just write the book. Yeah, <laughs> write the book. Write the book. He doesn't have time for that right now. Heck, I I still want him to go around and look for whatever remnant warm and scratches he might have hidden in his hard drives. I doubt I'll ever get those. Mmm. Yeah. I'm just happy uh, I kept all the music. Every now and then those sorts of things pop up unexpectedly. So We'll see. We'll see. Guess that about does it for this topic. Suppose I should do the house cleaning. Yes, we need to do some house cleaning. Data <laughs> monkey. In more Mom ways room. than one. All right, fine. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Somebody room. get the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> room, room. I mean, your fan sounds like a vacuum cleaner. It does. It, it, it does. Really it does. does. It I'm does. Sorry, I just pause now, gentlemen. <laughs> it's fine. It's just it's funny. Fine. Yeah. Just every now and Yeah, I need to see what's going on with that fan, man. That uh, that that fan sounding like a PlayStation Four, <laughs> going mm. through a hard time. Uh. Uh, that's the reason why you got booze. It helps <laughs> get through hard times. Well, I could make decent white noise, I guess. <laughs> so house cleaning. You can email us at podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Please follow us on facebook.com backslash tsunamifaithfulpodcast and on Twitter at tsunamipodcast. 
You can listen to the podcast on just about everything, including iTunes, Google Music, Spotify, Deezer. Apparently, we do well on Deezer. <laughs> Shout out to Deezer. You can find every episode of the podcast to stream online at soundcloud.com backslash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. You can get the latest news by following at Toonami News on Twitter and read the news, views, and reviews on ToonamiFaithful.com. You can also subscribe to the Toonami Faithful Pass at Patreon.com backslash Toonami Faithful if you want to help us out and get some exclusive content like the full versions of the interviews that CJ had for his documentary, What Toonami Means to Me. He's been releasing, I believe, one every month and it's been very interesting stuff good stuff good stuff check it out and with that i guess we'll close up this podcast uh caboose where can they find you i used your old i used your old name shame (laughs) Is, is there a difference at this point or does he prefer the junior i don't really um, Either or, you can I guess. find me at Caboose Junior on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Junior on YouTube, and you can find me at Junior underscore VTuber on Twitch. He's a VTuber now, everybody. Uh, no. I have a model. I just don't have the lighting for it. Been one for months. But what, what you games know, do you usually play? Uh, right now it's between Genshin Impact and destiny 2 but uh for my birthday stream on saturday i'll be streaming nothing but uh gold source type games so like think half-life oh Oh. and team fortress classic and yeah the old school stuff old school yes i'm a boomer (laughs) (laughs) and colt where can they find you? I mean, apart from right here, if you're watching me right now on Twitch, but for those who are listening to this, it'll be twitch.tv slash life. Uh, mostly just been Final Fantasy Record Keeper. The end game is now actually getting decently challenging, adept somewhat boring. Uh, I probably need to get my Switch back installed and start going back to new Pokemon Snap and a bunch of other stuff. Um, I'd like to do Red Dead RP, but this computer of mine does not like doing both at the same time, streaming and playing Red Dead Redemption 2, so it pretty much turns into a howling menace. So, uh, unfortunately, until I can get my second computer built slash bought, eh, it's going to be probably, thank lord for the Genki Shadowcast so I can do my consoles for whatever limited amount that works with. Uh, Twitter, at Ambient Virus, and that is about it. Yeah. Hmm. Mr. Durrell, where can they find you? Well, as always, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com, or you can find me under Nasia Rojo Adonasi at twitter.com. And that's pretty much it. You know, I don't do the social media stuff like I used to. Well, y'all still see me around. Twitter calls me raising hell. Facebook loves to put me in jail for um, being opinionated. Jeez. <laughs> but... It's just good to be back on the podcast again, folks. And hopefully with this new job, um, you'll probably hear me more again. And I'll be back to my old shenanigans in my old ways. <laughs> he will shenan again. <laughs> I like that pun, babe. I'll have to spank you on the boot. That's one, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984, where I talk about anime and video games and sometimes other animation. (laughs) And share my opinions. And he has some wicked pun games, too, people. Uh, Some would say. Some would say. And you can uh, find he who not appeared on this podcast, uh, at Paul Pasquillo on Twitter. Give, give him some love, because he just had another baby. Yeah, I know. It was I hard mean, he, to push he it out. <laughs> I ain't the daddy, y'all. Jesus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Welcome back, Darrell. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome back. I hate you, Paul. I hate you so much. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
It was not for the crying. He would have been here. But unfortunately, we'll have to make do. It's so. okay. The podcast went better without him. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 Man, that, 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 that urethra birth must have been really hard. It's okay. Oh, God. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> it opened up a couple of centimeters. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, Jesus. I was surprised he didn't get an epidermal. <laughs> Should have gone with the C section. I know <laughs> the Caesar salad section. <laughs> oh boy, got a wing wing like Monkey D. Luffy now. <laughs> hey, we should have got Wiz to do it like Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> that was all right. That's one of the best moments in Dragon Ball Super. Oh. <laughs> it's like I have to be here for when my child is born, and Wiz is like, "Oh, okay, let me help you with that." <laughs> Fuck your fella. Okay, now you can go fight in the tournament. Uh, which goes to show that when it comes to being a dad, Vegeta actually goes miles better than Goku. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, <laughs> why don't you know call that? your son my son? <laughs> but Goten's way too young for this. No, your other son. Uh, th- th- thanks for li- or listening, folks. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Each and every week that we post a podcast. And with that, we're punching out. Deuces! Bye-bye.